So you ready for the Easter worship? The sermon, right? Anybody need a break? Anybody need a quick uh, bathroom break or something? No? We're good? You're good here for the next four hours? <laughs> Say what? Right? Oh. So this morning, we want to talk about breakthrough. Okay? We want to talk about breakthrough. How we can experience major breakthroughs by recognizing the divine voice. And how are we going to do this? I'm going to talk about three individuals and a group of people that have experienced major breakthroughs in their lives because of hearing the divine voice. You with me? Yeah. All right. Are we all ready to hear that? We can experience major breakthroughs by recognizing the divine voice. I'll give you four examples, three people, a group of people, how they experience those major breakthroughs by hearing the divine voice. Now, uh, so voice recognition is uh, pretty important uh, for our lives, and I think it's also for most of the company too, because voice recognition is a big deal now. Um, and uh, in fact, Microsoft, the CEO of Microsoft was saying that we had a major breakthrough. Uh, our voice recognition is at the level of uh, human level conversation at the rate of 5.5 error. Right, 5.5 error to 5.6, and IBM is also about that 5.5 human parity. So, conversa- human conversation, and then the machine translate, and the human speech parity is at 5.5 percent error. And they say it's a major breakthrough. Now, if they get a 100 percent major, 100 percent parity, I think there will be a great, great uh, breakthrough, isn't it? And people are working at it. So those who are working for voice recognition, let's give them a hand this morning. Yeah. Yes. And uh, like, I mean, we have all, we have phone, you have Alexa. I don't know what they do with the voice recognition. So let's try it. Hey, Siri, do you recognize my voice? I'm sorry. iPad 3. I'm afraid I don't have an answer to that. Oh. (laughs) My goodness. Uh, hey Siri, do you know I'm your master? This is about you, not me. <laughs> Probably Siri knows what he's talking about, right? Anyway, so human voice is one of the most powerful voice. Human voice is one of the most powerful sound that can be produced. But, hear this. When the divine voice inspired the human voice, the human voice can change the world. Amen. You believe that? Yes, I believe it. And today we want to have that breakthrough as you sit here. So let's talk about the powerful human voice. The voice of a mother that a little tiny baby girl who was born deaf and she was able to put a machine hearing aid and she heard the voice of her mother and I want you to experience the power of hearing the mother's voice for the first time let's hit it yeah hello (laughs) 
never seen that face before. Hi. <laughs> Are you emotional? You're gonna make me cry. Hi. You see her little chin. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, are you going to be emotional like your mama? Yeah. You're so sweet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> see, you see the power of human voice, right? The power of human voice. When the baby heard, I love you, the baby was almost crying. She was crying, actually. It's the power of love. And this morning, I want to remind us that God loves you, and He has a plan and purpose for your life. And I pray that you will hear that, that you will hear it through each other. So when the divine voice inspired the human voice, mother, father's voice, brother or sister or friend, that voice can change the world. That voice can change the world. Have you been feeling that you need a breakthrough? Have you been feeling that you need a breakthrough? Many of the biggest breakthrough in life comes after intense frustration, disappointment, anger at times. And the thing is, when we are about to have breakthrough, that is when we quit sometimes. Because we don't like the intensity, intensity of the frustration, intensity of the disappointment. But this morning, as we talk about this group of people and three individuals, and how they experience major breakthrough, one of them is breaking through the barrier of grief. Because I want to talk about our human body and human emotions and human spirit. And in John 20, John chapter 20, this story, this amazing story that has no parallel in the history of the world, it started with a woman going to a tomb early in the morning when it is dark. And I like the word dark. In the sense that it symbolizes and reflects and tells the state of her mind. It was dark for her. It has been dark for her. Her life, she has been going through some darkness. She has gone through intense affliction. She has gone through this time of when her soul has been tormented. She is this kind of woman who had experienced a delivery. Who had experienced a victory. And Christ has been able to deliver her from her own demons. But for the past three days, she is going through this dark period of time, just like as this was. In the morning, when it was dark, when it was early, she was going to the tomb. And when she went to the tomb, the tomb was open. The stone was open. And now she's not only 
uh, sad and grieving, uh, she is also alarmed and sad. She doesn't know what's going on. So the history of the resurrection in Christian faith, in the history of the world, begins with a woman. With a woman. It wasn't the man. It wasn't the disciples. It wasn't the king. It wasn't the governor. It was a woman. And what I like about this is because in those days, it was the man that ruled the world. It was the Roman man with brute force and military power that ruled the world. It was the religious leaders that has monopoly of authority on religious and civil lives of the people. It was a male's world. It was a man's world. It was a patriarchal society. And here comes the woman. Here comes the woman stereotype as the weaker, weaker sex. I was brought up, my wife and I was brought up with a strong woman, a strong single mother. So I don't know that part of the world where the stereotype comes from. And I'm married to a strong woman, Asian tiger. Wow. Rare breed Asian Bengal tiger. <laughs> and I thought it was going to be extinct. Now I have a daughter. <laughs> who is like double, now, now, right? So this Asian breed tiger is not going anywhere. I'm just letting you know. But when she came to the tomb... She was grieving. And this is where I want us to concentrate a little bit here. And she knelt and stooped down and looked into the tomb. And there was somebody speaking to her. Woman, why are you crying? Because she's weeping and crying. And she wept. And, uh, and she said, Do you know who has taken the body? Do you know who has taken the body? She didn't recognize the voice. Sometimes when we are overwhelmed with grief and loss and pain and our own emotions and feelings, we don't know what is happening. We don't hear the divine voice. And we could and we can miss an opportunity in our lives. You can miss great opportunity that comes to your life because you are drowning in your own sorrow, in your own grief, and you're not hearing the word of life that is speaking into you because your grief has become bigger than the grace and the promises that God has for your life. She was grieving that she couldn't hear, she couldn't recognize the voice of God. The good thing about the Lord is because she thought he was a gardener. Eh? She thought he was a gardener. But the good thing about, uh, about Christ is that he was patient and he said again, one word, one word, Mary. Mary. And he said it in such a voice that can shatter 
her grief, her loss. And there was a breakthrough because of hearing that divine voice that comes with compassion, that comes with meaning, that comes with purpose, that comes with a plan for her, that her grief just totally evaporated. And she turned and looked and said, Rabbi. She recognized the voice. When you recognize the divine voice, it will shatter your fear. There will be a breakthrough. Recognize the one true voice, not the distractions. Out of the millions of voices, multiple voices that are out there, there is one true divine voice that is always talking to you and calling out your name. And if you can tune in, I was talking to our AV guy on this one. He said, I was, I, I was talking to him that all of us have a tuner. All of us have a tuner inside. And uh, he was saying, oh, it's like the radio station. The radio station releases the program at one time, right? Thousands and maybe millions at one singular time. It's released, transmitted from the station. So what do we do? People who use radio... You tune it. You fine-tune it to get to what? 87.7 or 95.6. I don't know. Uh, 97.7. That's what we listen to. Right? I don't know what number you listen. And you tune it and the song comes. Out of the multi-voice voices that are in the air. When you fine-tune. When you fine-tune the tuner that is in your heart. And you can hear the divine voice. There will be a breakthrough. You will have a breakthrough. Mary had a breakthrough. Mary became the heroes of our faith. Mary Magdalene, Mary from Magdala, became the hero, the hero of our faith because she heard that voice, Mary. One word, one voice is enough to change your life. You believe that? Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, so awesome. Awesome. Now, so the second breakthrough is breaking through the barrier of fear. Right? Uh, how many of us here doesn't have any fear? All right, I'm speaking to the right congregation here, right? Uh, talking about fear, we may have like small fear, big fear, I don't know. My wife is afraid of snake, right? So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to help, I'm going to help my wife. I hope, so I'm going to humanize snake. So one night when she was sleeping, uh, I went in quietly. I slithered in, you know, like a snake. And when we were young, we used to do this uh, kung fu snake thing, you know, style. So when she was sleeping, I went and did. Oh, my. She woke up. She looked at my finger. And she beat so hard. Asian tiger. I thought we were going to have a breakthrough. Our marriage nearly break down, broke down. <laughs> I greatly exaggerated anyway, right? I'm going to hear from her later on. Yeah. <laughs> Fight the fears, not the faith. Fight the fears, not the faith. Because the same day at the evening when the doors were shut, the word is shut here, where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews, for fear of the Jews. So, this band of 12 and a group of people, 
especially the band of 12, have been appointed and chosen to go and change the world. To go and change the world. But fear, fear has put them in prison. They have become a prisoner of their own fear and they have shut the door to every opportunity that God has promised them. Fear shuts the door of our mission. Fear shuts the door of our dreams. Fear shuts the door of every possibility that God has given to you. And because of fear, they have shut the door. See, inspiration and emotion is very different. Inspiration is not emotion. You, if you live by your emotion, you're going to shut the door to your opportunities in life. But if you stick to the inspiration that comes to you first and keep at it, keep at it, you will see that the door will be open and you will walk through the door. You will walk through the door because divine inspiration gives you what? Authority. Second one, clarity. Okay? Divine inspiration gives you authority and clarity. And when you're confronted by multiple voices, it gives you authority and clarity when you hear the divine voice. Because why? You have a tuner. You have a tuner within you to hear that divine voice that will give you authority and clarity to go and receive the things that are promised for you. How do we do that? Because you're asking, how can I do that? Okay, pastor, it is a great word. How do I do it? I want you to take a walk. Take a walk away from other people, just like Mary did. Away in the dark, go and meditate. If meditation works for you. If for you, if reading works for you, go and read. So take a walk away from the crowd. Meditate. Read the Holy Scripture. And listen to the divine voice calling out your name. And if you hear it, and when you hear it, it will change your life. You will have a breakthrough. I can guarantee you that. So you fight the fears, not the faith. So the disciples, this is the group of people that were supposed to change the world that have shut the door because of fear. And we know we have a, there was a breakthrough. How, how was there a breakthrough? Because Christ came and stood in their midst and He said, do you know what He said? Peace be with you. See? And this word peace is not just talking uh, nicely to people. It's not the fuzzy-wuzzy feeling. Alright? This peace is the harmony Harmony, the spontaneous harmony, the safety, security, harmony of the universe and the creation. Shalom. This is the shalom. So when he said shalom to you, it hit the hearts of the disciples. And it releases the fear. Peace can overcome fear. Peace casts out fear. So when you hear multiple voices that comes to your life and you want to know which one is the right voice, what are you going to look for? Because not all the doors that are open to you is the door that you should walk through. Please hear me again. 
Not all the doors that are open to you is the door you should walk through. You walk through the door that has peace within you. When you're going to walk through an opportunity, take an opportunity, walk through a door, check whether you have the shalom or not. If you have the shalom, the safety, security, and the harmony within you and the things that are outside, you take that. Because when you walk that path, you will have a breakthrough. Like what this Steve Jobs say, right? People do great works because, of, uh, because they love the work that they do. You are going to do great things when you love the work that you do. And there was an old saying like, uh, find a job that you love and you'll never... Yeah, you know it already. Right? So, how do you do that? How do you have that breakthrough? Hear the peace. The divine peace that speaks to you. And if you connect it with your daily life, and you fine-tune it, and you walk that path, you'll have a breakthrough. We doing good? Yes? We doing good? Yes. All right. Now, the third one is doubt the doubts, not the faith. You can doubt your doubts, but not the faith. Uh, And breaking through uh, the barrier of doubts, because Thomas was not there. When Jesus resurrected and came, Thomas, one of his disciples, he was not there. And so when the disciples were excited, yeah, we saw the Lord, yay, he's alive. You know, and he said, no, 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 I'm not going to believe until I put my finger and put it in the nail print. I'm not going to believe. I'm not going to believe. The good thing is the Lord came again. And he showed up and Thomas was there. And he said to Thomas, Thomas, Come, come put here. Put your finger. Not only on my, on my hand, I want you to put on my side too. Because he was spared on the side. At that time, Thomas said, my Lord and my God. And Christ looked at him and said, It would have been better for you to believe without seeing me. You know? And blessed are those who believe without seeing. And I want, I want to... I want to Doubt is a killer. Doubt can kill your dreams. But when you hear the voice of God, it can dispel your doubts. Because he also said to Thomas again, peace be with you. Peace be with you. Shalom to you. And Thomas received the peace. The peace of God. Fear shuts the door on our dream and our missions. Peace opens the doors to our living life with a purpose. Uh, and believing sees the invisible to receive the impossible. See? Believing sees the invisible and to receive the impossible. Let peace open the door for you today. Break away from doubt. Break away. If you want to have a break up with somebody today, does anyone want to have a break up? Probably not. Oh, oh, yeah. My daughter came and said, uh, um, "Oh, when can I have a boyfriend?" My daughter is six years old. Six years old, <laughs> in first grade, right? And they're talking in the school because we're talking about breakup now, breakups. And so when they came, my mom said, "Oh, did you know what your daughter said at school?" When she and she came to me, said, "When can I have a boyfriend?" Right? Six, first grade. I said. 
I immediately broke up their future boyfriend right there. <laughs> I'm not having it, you know? Asian father, Asian snake. <laughs> if you want to have a breakup, break up with doubts so you can have a breakout. Break away from doubts so you can have a breakout in your life. Don't hang on to your doubts. Like in your old boyfriend or old girlfriend, I don't know, or, or, or some, just a habit that you can't just be positive about your life. You can't, you can't do that. Break up with doubts and go. And the next one that I want to share is that selfless, in fact, self-compassion, selfless compassion is greater than self-esteem. Okay? And uh, um, let me explain this. When we say self-compassion, I wasn't talking about being selfish. Self-compassion means finding and knowing your true own, your worth, your identity. That you are grounded, you're solid in who you are. That you are not needing other people to tell you how good you are, how good you do. Uh, you are secure in who you are. You are secure in your identity. That is self-compassion. That is better than self-esteem. What do I mean by that? Because self-esteem can be, uh, you know, when you fail, what is the first thing that flee from you? Self-esteem. See, when you fail, the first thing that flee from you is self-esteem. But it is at that time you needed self-esteem most when you fail. But it's not there. But if you have self-compassion, if you have, concentrate on self-compassion, you can go through your failure and disappointment and be restored and be revived. Breaking through the barrier of guilt. See? He said to Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? Because Peter, Peter betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ three times. So when Jesus made a breakfast at the Tiberias Sea, and they were taking the walk, and Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Not once. Not twice, but three times. He was grieved because Jesus asked three times and it reminded him of the three betrayals. But this word that Christ asked was not a, a condemnation. It was not a judgment. It is the agape love. This is the primary love. Okay? This is the primary spiritual God love, agape love. And he asked with this agape love to restore Peter. Do you love me? Do you love me? And Peter said, you know that I love you. Here. Seek to love. Not so much to be loved. You're going to have... A, okay, are you with me? I'm going to say this again because this is very important. Seek to love, not so much to be loved. The difference between a breakthrough and a breakdown can be in between this. If you seek to love others, it will lead you to the path of breakthrough. Because that's a life of selfless compassion. It's a life of service. It's a life of doing something bigger than yourself. But when you seek to be loved, you cut all those opportunities. You shut all those doors. So I've given these four examples. And then I want to tell 
I want to give you an example how God is working here in the church. Right? So then at Santa Clara First Baptist Church, what is the divine voice that we are hearing? Did I, can somebody ask me that? Did you ask? Jim, what you, were you asking me that? Oh, yes, thank you. He was the one asking me. Right? He was, I, I, I was reading his mind. Okay, you've been talking a lot, Pastor, there. What are you hearing at Santa Clara First Baptist Church? This is what we are hearing at Santa Clara First Baptist Church. The divine word. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this. To visit orphans and widows in their trouble and keep oneself unspotted from the world. Right? So how have we responded to this voice? We have responded to take care of orphans in Naga Hills in India. And we, that's, and concentrating on education and giving every child and creating a dream for the child, one kid at a time. And we started a Christian education program. In fact, it started Easter morning in India in the slum, in the slum, and 87 kids showed up to our first program, right? Yeah, yes. So, I would like you to, I want, there are more than 20 plus million people in the Delhi, and 50% of the population, according to 2016, lives in the slum, right? So about 9 million, close to 10 million people live in the slum. That's a lot of people. And our church have listened to the divine voice to change the world by educating the orphans and working with the kids in the slum to create dreams for their life. So let's hit the video, and I'm going to ask the ushers, uh, the worship team to come up. So this is, this is the education program in the Naga Hills. And uh, one thing I realized that as I was watching this video is those tables, right, and the chairs, they're pretty old. And I was thinking, oh, we need to make new tables and chairs for them. But those tables could be antique too. I don't know. Any antique collectors? <laughs> right? uh, you can buy it and I can use it to have more kids. Yeah. And this is the Sunday school that they started this morning. God created them awesome, uh, fearfully and wonderfully. That's the song they are singing. God has created me fearfully and wonderfully. And hallelujah, hallelujah. Right? This is awesome. This is awesome. So this is what we are responding to at uh, Santa Clara First Baptist Church. We are hearing the voice of God, the divine voice of God to take care of the poor, the orphans, and the widow. And I hope and I pray that you will hear God's voice today. If you need a breakthrough today, uh, in the bulletin that you have, there is a note here like this. And it says, need a breakthrough? Would you like to start a journey with Christ, with Jesus? You can write down your name 
uh, and drop it in the basket as you go out the door, we will pray for you. Because I, I believe, I'm convinced that you can have a major breakthrough in your life if you start your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we sing this song, uh, as the Spirit leads you, if you have never done this before, and you have not partnered with the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I would like you to do that. I would give that an opportunity. Sir.